there is a story that is very humorous, unless you've been in a path of a hurricane or a tornado or something like that. But I want to share that story with you. There's a story of a man that he had a little rickety little cabin next to the Mississippi River. And, you know, they know, they, the park rangers and the first responders, they know when there's big rain up the river and they can see the waters rolling in and they know this is going to be a tough one. So they go to this guy's house and they say, you need to get out of here. The, the water is going to rise so high it will probably cover your house. So you need to get out. And he says, no, God's got me. He'll take care of me. Well, the water starts rising and then somebody comes in by a boat and says, hey, you need to get out of here. We've got the boat. We've got room for you. Get on board. Forget about the things in your house. Save your life. He said, no, the Lord will take care of me. So then a helicopter comes by and this guy's up in a tree. And they're wanting to go down and rescue him, send him one of those baskets down and stuff. And he said, no, God will take care of me. The next appearance of this man is before St. Peter. And he says, St. Peter, I thought you would take care of me. He said, I sent the park ranger to you. I sent you a boat and I sent you a helicopter. What more do you want me to do? You know, some people in the eye of those hurricanes were going to ride it out and they did. But some of them didn't make it. My brother was down there in the Houston area uh, when we had uh, Harvey that came in. Isn't that right? Is that right? The Hurricane Harvey? And they were sitting so high, he didn't think they had anything to worry about. But that storm was so massive that they lost everything. I mean everything. They had a few clothes, few. But they lost all their automobiles. They lost all of their uh, belongings in the house. The house, when the water recited, they had to re-sheetrock everything. I mean, it went back to the studs and that was it. So they had to rebuild with everything. But when you go through that, you have a new respect for your relationship with God. Because you know it could have been you as one of those statistics. You know that God had to be with you. You look around and there's nothing but studs when you walk back in. And there's a lot of tears. My brother was saying, where do we start? I've never built a home before. I've gone in and bought it and took it as it was. I don't have any idea what it's like to have to pick up the, the sheetrock and all of the tile and all the marble, all the counters, you know, the showers. You know, it's all new. Life is new. But the good side of it is, and the Word tells us, with every issue, there's going to be something that will come from it. It's not that the storm, don't misunderstand me, it's not that the storm was good. That's not it at all. But what was good was how, how close they got to the Lord. 
so much closer than it had been before. They weren't taking it for granted anymore. They had to live those many months with families and you know, think of another family moving in on you and uh, disrupts your, your lifestyle. Even if you love them, enough is enough. You know what they say is uh, family are like catfish. After three days, they begin to stink. <laughs> Try three or four months. So it teaches a new, new appreciation for life and what you have. In this morning's reading, I was sharing with you that Paul says our struggles are not against the flesh. When I read this at first, I said, wait a minute. You know, there's a lot of temptations that I have, and most of them are are flesh-related. You know, How many of us know that hate is not a crime, but it is a sin? How many of us know that gossip is not a crime, but it's a sin? How many of us know that pornography is not a crime, but it is a sin? Being angry with your mother and father is not a crime, but it is a sin. Where does all of this begin? You might say that with the pornography, it's with the producers and, you know, the characters or whatever else. But there is something behind all of that, and this is where I had my awakening, is the devil is working. The devil captures the hearts of man. You know, before there is a murder, there is an anger, a a very strong anger that leads to such an event. The devil is involved in that that anger. Any of the things we're talking about, like with our mom and dad and hating, even hating parents, or hating our brother literally, who's involved in that? The devil is. Now I know that a lot of people don't believe there is a devil. But if, if you'll take some time to be in the Word, you'll find that there is a devil and there is a hell. And you do not want to go there. If you believe the Word as it is printed. I believe every word of it is true. I don't understand it all. But I believe every word of it is true. Even Paul addressed that. That if, we, if Paul and the disciples were lying, then it's all a lie. That Jesus Christ was not the Savior. That this is all in vain that we're preaching to you guys. But he also said, would you risk your life? Would you risk your life for a lie? These people would not change their story even though it meant death. That's how strongly they believed in it. If one disciple, if one disciple had said, we made it up. We made it up. 
It would have all been over with. Every bit of it. But those disciples, every one of them, went through their martyring, which were very, very painful, as painful as they could be. Uh, they wanted to intimidate these disciples. They wanted them to change their story. But beheading them wouldn't do it. Dragging them wouldn't do it. Spears wouldn't do it. They took what every man could give for Jesus Christ. They weren't trying to be heroes. They had no idea that these many thousands of years later would still be worshiping. They did it because they believed. They believed in the Word. This morning, uh, Gerald was quite disappointed. He looked at my Bible, and I didn't have a book for, full of tabs. He wanted to pull them out so I'd be a little bit shorter this morning. He and Dale had something in common. But I fooled him. I put it on a sheet of paper. So I've got it, but it doesn't have a tab on it. And I learned this from David Smith, Dr. David Smith, mind you, of theology. And if it's good enough for him, it's sure good enough for this ex-insurance agent. So I'm going to follow his lead. These are some, but not all by any means, reference to the devil. And again, we go back to the fact that the, the book is true, every word of it. Not Wayne Holland shed, not Paul, but the book. God's word is true every time. First Chronicles, 21st chapter, the first verse. Satan incited David. Luke 22:31. Satan has asked to sift you like wheat. Luke 13:16. The woman Satan has kept bound by 18 long years. First, Second Chronicles 4.4 4. He has blinded the minds of those who didn't believe. As a result, they don't see the light of the, God, of the good news. Ephesians 2.2 2, And I underline this in red. He rules the world. And His Spirit has power over everyone who doesn't obey God. And those of us that worship Jesus Christ, it is still a battle. It doesn't stop when we are baptized. It's not over when we give our life to Christ. There's still a battle. And if, if nothing else, He comes after you even stronger than before. Just like He's upset with you for you being here today. He'll come after you in any form or fashion. John 10.10, 10. Satan incites uh, and persuades and blinds and uh, binds and blinds and rules. He has one objective, to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's his objective. To steal, kill, and destroy. I have visited with many of this congregation that have told me like 
before they'd come to church, the family's getting ready for church, and some squabble breaks out, and by the time they get here, they're not ready for the Lord or anything else that's positive. They've lost their religion driving to church. And then there's other ones that drive in home before they get home for that Sunday afternoon nap or the Dallas Cowboy games. They're in the midst of something. One family was telling me that after they were baptized, their family did together, that within weeks after that, then they went outside to come to church and the tire on the car, one of the tires was flat. He's going to come after you any way he can. We have the armor of God that we can put on us. And I'm not going to go into the breastplate and the, the shoes and the helmet and all that. But it is the armor of God and you can call down the angels to protect you. And I don't mean that facetiously either. It does work. He will send His angels down. What we can do, each and every one of us, each and every one of us can start thinking about what He has done for us. When I have asked a show of hands of those of you that have experienced miracles, at least 70-80% of you have said yes. That's a good place to go to start thinking about what God has done for you. Yes, you have trials, but God's not going to forget you. Health issues, just like Jeff is one. I'm one. Only by the grace of God am I here. And sweet Joanne, she's raising that hand just like she was going down the hall that time. She's one. Kathy's one, on and on. Remember what God has done for you. And if you haven't experienced a God moment, then think about the experiences of those that you love. And they have shared with you their heart, the change in their life. Remember what God has done for you. For He is still in the miracle business. Every day he's in the miracle business. He's not out of business. And each and every time you ask for healing, there will be a healing. And I've shared this with you before. We pray for the complete healing of our loved ones. I am blessed. I am one of those. I take less medicine than I did that day when I was airlifted out of here. Less medicine. But also there's the healing like Maybe you have thyroid issues, and I do, and that's one of the pills I take. And with medicine, I'm okay. So maybe that's the healing. But there is another healing. Can anyone deny that going to see Jesus Christ is a healing? We mentioned several this morning that are heavy on our hearts. But these individuals are going to see St. Peter before you and I. They will be healed. There will not be an issue with oxygen tank, with taking that blood all the time, with uh, all the different issues that we have as we go along uh, and struggle. There's complete healing. 
I remember Bill coming in and uh, Clawson, he'd come in very, very slowly. He might have stopped back there. He's pulling his tank, his oxygen tank, and he'd sit about where Eric is. But he would be here. It was that important that he was in the house of the Lord because that was special strength that he got. Or be it Bill Howard struggling his way down and then struggling his way up to the communion table because it meant so much to him. Think of those that they know the Lord so well that they have been changed. They have been changed. You have been changed. I have been changed. Because there is Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, who is the great healer, he is the one that has healed you and will continue to heal you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. And no matter how vicious that devil becomes in your life, no matter how vicious he is, there is one that's stronger. Our Lord and our Savior. And He will always Always be victorious. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the apostles. Thank you for their strength, their courage, when those all around them were doubting, when they were being accused, when they were being beaten and stoned, when they were being run out of town. They never, ever, would forsake you or leave you, for they knew you were always with them. Each adversity gave them another story that they could tell in the salvation that they received from Jesus Christ and their love for Him each time. They knew your presence. Let us have the same courage, Lord. Let us have the courage to stand up for Jesus Christ, for He is already gone to the cross for us. For it's in your name we pray, Lord. It's in your name. Amen.